I'm Angela Kelly Robeck, host of the Empowered Principal Podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Part of my gratitude practice is writing down my goals every day and I think in the process of becoming burned in that, that word clarity kept really sticking out to me mm. um, where I was feeling very unclear on what I wanted. Cause in my mind, I already have what I want. Um, I, I am the teacher that I always, you know, had, had looked up to and dreamed of being, but really what, what beyond that do I need to become clear on for my future so that I'm feeling fulfilled and I'm fulfilled feeling happy and really good about my day-to-day. Welcome to the Burned In Teacher Podcast. I'm Amber Harper, and the educators on this podcast are brave enough to share their stories of burnout with the world. On BIT, we get real, we get honest, and we take action. Action against the burnout with stories from burned out teachers, advice from experts, and actionable steps you can take today to beat the burnout and become a happier, more fulfilled human being. Let's get started. This episode is sponsored by the Bailey and Wood Burned In Teacher Award. As part of their Hometown Hero program, Bailey and Wood Financial Group wants to offer teachers an opportunity to get burned in at no cost to them. Each month, Jeremy High of Bailey and Wood Financial Group will award one nominee a $100 Visa gift card to treat themselves to a little self-care and a full scholarship to join the next cohort of the Burned In Teacher Mastermind. And hey, if you're burned in already, you can gift your scholarship into the mastermind to a teacher friend who you think could use the support of a community of educators who are dedicated to helping each other to grow through their burnout and continue teaching. To nominate yourself or a teacher friend for the Bailey and Wood Burned In Teacher Award, go to burnedinteacher.com nominate and tell us a little about you and this burned in teacher who could use a little extra something special in appreciation of their service as a teacher. Let's celebrate our hometown heroes together. Burn on. Well, hello there, Burned In Teachers, and welcome to episode 105 of the Burned In Teacher Podcast. I'm your host, Amber Harper, and this podcast is dedicated to being one part burnout and all other parts action, inspiration, and support for teachers dealing with burnout. Now, I have to tell you, if you are listening to this episode, episode 105, but you haven't listened to episode 104, I want you to stop what you're doing and go back and listen to last week's episode, because that is part one of this two two-part series where I feature Kim and Hillary who are from the Burned In Teacher Mastermind and they shared their struggle last week. So I want you to hear where they started and how they connected and they're going to give you even more information and go deeper into their transformation in this week's episode. So last week though, I asked you to think about a couple of things. This is again why it's so important that you listen to episode 104 first before listening to this one. I asked you what choices are you making now or have you made in the past that could be adding to or taking away from your burnout or how could they be contributing to your continued struggle with burnout I also asked you to really think deeply and maybe even do some writing and reflecting on 
what choices are being made for you and what can you realistically do about them. You know, it may seem sometimes that thinking about these things could be helpful, but I guarantee you getting these thoughts and reflecting on paper, getting them out of your head and in front of your eyeballs, like I always say, is absolutely enlightening. You'll see things on that paper that make more sense than when you were, and you'll have bigger realizations than you ever thought possible when you just keep those things in your head and you keep stewing about them, okay? And of course, before I introduce this second part, and I cut it off right where Hillary is talking about choices and especially about how the pandemic has affected our lack of boundaries and our burnout, I want to invite you to go to burnedinteacher.com slash waitlist because the week of this airing of episode 105, I'm going to be sending a special invitation to my waitlist. So I want to make sure that you get on there as soon as possible. All right, my friends, without further ado, here's part two of my interview with Kim and Hillary. The pandemic and working from home has changed everybody's lives who does who do not set boundaries. Yes. Around their choices. 100%. <laughs> I'm so glad you shared that. I'm I'm so grateful because I know that so many people can relate to that. And here's the thing too that really stuck out that you just said because I hesitate to talk about the choices that we make that keep us burned out and that eventually lead us to quit because I know for somebody who's at a stage 0 or a stage 1 it's a good thing I'm on a screen or they're hearing me through a podcast because they'd probably punch me in the face. Mm-hmm. But it's that lack of clarity, right? I mean, it's it's that, you know, I don't know how to, like you want that, you almost want that magic pill. Like you want people to fix it. And it's not that easy. Right. But it's, it is that simple at the same time to be like, oh, like I just really need to work this out. Yes. And that's truly like, I mean, the good news is not only did I get that clarity and figure out like choices are real. They're like a real thing. Like mm-hmm. nobody's making them for me. And I, it's my turn. Like I'm, I'm a grown up. time for me to actually choose. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's funny because like you just said, it's not difficult, right? Over the course of the mastermind, I actually didn't recognize I was growing because it was just part of me. Like it just became part of me for that week or that unit or that module. And so I didn't know that I wasn't really burned out and I didn't recognize how much had changed until the last week where we redid it. Like I redid my burned in teacher quiz and was like, oh, nailed that. Oh, definitely doing that. Boundaries. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. I got those. (laughs) Like it took me taking the quiz again to actually recognize how much had changed. Um, and I didn't, I mean, it, it still shocks me that I didn't recognize it. Even, even talking to Kim and being like, yeah, when I first started, I was here and it wasn't good. And you know, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And this has changed and I'm trying this. All of those things were true. It wasn't glaringly obvious to me until I took the quiz again. Mm-hmm. And I think the quiz you're talking about, you're actually talking about the stage tracker, correct? Um, Where it's telling you what stage you're at and and what. It's the one that has three questions so or three answers. So it'll say, yes, I do that. Yep. Sometimes no. Yes. Yeah, that's the stage tracker. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's something I created to make it super easy to track your progress within, within uh, Burning Teacher University. 
It's oh, I'm, oh, I'm so glad. And it tell, I so, so as you've taken it, I mean, you posted in the community, you said I'm there. Yes. So. And I was so super proud, including the meme of the little baby dancing, because <laughs> so. how do you not include something dancing for that? Like <laughs> to celebrate, to celebrate together. Yes, absolutely. So I, I've seen you taking some notes and I know you, you seem to have something on the tip of your tongue. So tell us a little bit about you. I do. Um, Hillary was just reminding me that my stage also is burned in unbalanced. So I think that was one place that we immediately had connected over. I think something that makes my burned in unbalanced a little bit different that I'm learning about myself is mine is less of physically unbalanced where I won't work a ton of extra hours outside of, um, you know, my designated times. Mine is more burned and unbalanced mentally. Like my mental boundaries um, are very loose. And so I don't have anything to interrupt my thoughts from work to home. And I notice that that transition is so difficult. And I'm trying some new strategies, something called like thought stopping, like literally stopping your thoughts and thinking about a sunset, stopping your thoughts and thinking about playing cards with grandma, whatever it is that makes you happy. It's that burns and unbalanced for me, but in my brain, because I get really stuck in my head and I almost need someone or something to pull me out of it. Mm -hmm. So it isn't as much that physical time I'm spending working because I have used the planner. I'm trying to prioritize better. And I feel very pretty good about that. Um, but it's more so that mental piece where I knew I was burned out when I was going to bed thinking about work, dreaming about work and waking up thinking about work. And that does not fly with me. Mm -mm. Um, it does not work. Um, I don't know a whole lot of people that it flies well with. (laughs) And that's when I realized I was like, this is not good. Something needs to change. Mm -hmm. And I would say that's probably been going on, on and off for a few years, but most recently upon moving, like literally uprooting myself, like Hillary said, uprooting myself into so much new where I didn't feel like I had that foundation anymore. And it just became, it spirals. Um, and eventually you feel a little bit out of control. And that's a very uncomfortable feeling to sit with, but also a really necessary feeling to grow through. Mm-hmm. What I think is so interesting about what you just said, Kim, is the word uprooting. Because you chose to uproot yourself in your personal life, which causes stress, right? Right because of that change and many other facets, of course, the pandemic being added to that, Hillary, you were uprooted from grade level to grade level against your choice. I don't know if against is a word, but it really wasn't offered to you as a choice. So there were two in your professional life. So we have these two different situations that prove that whether you're going through a hardship personally or professionally, your personal challenges and changes, whether you choose them or not, really do have a deep effect on your work and on your perspective of your job and your ability to move through it or fight against the burnout or make it through the day or survive until the weekend or whatever language you choose to use. 
So, so what are your processes now? You know, tell me a little bit about, as we kind of wrap up this episode, how do you, how do you face a challenge now, big or small, or how do you look at these things maybe a little differently than you did, you know, three, six months ago? Part of the burned and unbalanced for me was the need to do it all, right? The, I didn't even think that it was like the need to do it all, but I just did it. And I was really good at a lot of things that people had questions about. And so lots of times folks would come in just to ask me like, can you help me with this thing? Or can you help me with that thing? Or how about this thing? Or how do you present that? And how did you do that? And so that for me was probably the first thing that was a struggle um, that hasn't quite gone away. Um, You know, you set boundaries, but you know, people still are looking for help. And so there is the, the person part that, I don't want people to see me as cold or not caring. That's not what I'm interested in. But I do also want to make sure that the boundaries are clear. Mm -hmm. And so I find myself using a lot of phrases like, that's an amazing question. And -and so-and-so would be so awesome to answer it. Or, you know, I've had that same question too. Can you let me know what you find out? Like, I've... And it's not because I don't care and it's not because I don't want to help. It's because typically it is in the midst of me grading, planning, calling parents, talking to kids, teaching, whatever. And that's really not the time when I can devote good time to people. So my answers are quick, they're short. And so I actually found that my putting those boundaries and being consistent with them has let other people know that I do still care. And also now's not the time. Mm -hmm. So those things are consistently are the things that I have to work on. Mm -hmm. Um, I've gotten much better, but they're still, you know, there's still human. (laughs) Well, absolutely. I mean, and being a burned in teacher does not mean that you have no challenges. Yeah. No, (laughs) it doesn't mean that you don't have to do the work anymore. It just means that you know what to do and you know where to turn. Yes. You know, and there are two things that I'm pulling out of this answer. Number one, you know what your job title is and those tasks and sub jobs are related to your job title. That doesn't mean you are not a helper and that you don't want to support your coworkers, but you have become a master delegator. Yes. Which is exactly what you just said. So you're creating boundaries by delegating, you know, because when a lot of people think about delegating, they think about delegating jobs, right? But you are delegating responsibility. Mm -hmm. You know, you're saying you're, you're handing them back their question and saying, that's a great question. I know exactly where you can go to find that answer. So you are saying, you know, maybe you do know the answer, but you're saying, I know that you are responsible enough to handle it yourself. And that this person over here has a perfect answer. That is their job. Yes. 100%. People to like, you're almost empowering people to Mm -hmm. give them that little budge to go find not on their own, but just maybe with 
less assistance or support, it, it empowers them really. Yeah. And guide, it guides them. You become a guide. Yeah. yeah. That they know they can come to you to know where they can get the answer if they don't know, or you train them to say, you know what, she's probably going to send me to Connie or, you know, she's probably going to send me to the tech department or, you know, I know because, you know, even as adults, it's much easier to have other people give us the answer. Absolutely. (laughs) I'm telling you, (laughs) or to show us step-by-step when we really could, we know where we need to go, you know, and, and you're saying, you know, I I'd love to help you. Here's where you can go to find that answer. So I, I love that so much. And, and empowering is the word we do the same thing for our students. Yes. We don't want to enable them. So Kim, how about you? I think a lot of it is kind of going back to my roots and spending a lot of time reflecting on what I really want. Part of my gratitude practice is writing down my goals every day. And I think in the process of becoming burned in that, that word clarity kept really sticking out to me, um, where I was feeling very unclear on what I wanted. Cause in my mind, I already have what I want. Um, I, I am the teacher that I always, you know, had, had looked up to and dreamed of being, but really what, what beyond that do I need to become clear on for my future so that I'm feeling fulfilled and I'm fulfill, feeling happy and really good about my day to day. And so if anything, through this process, and I'm certainly not done yet, I still have lots of work to do and I'm, I'm happy and excited to keep doing it. But you've really pushed me to just think beyond um, what else can I be doing that is outside of the classroom, um, not in my day-to-day that I can feel fulfilled by. And I have some dreams and goals that I've been writing down every day um, that that relate to education and relate to teaching and self-care practice for teachers. Um, Maybe it's something you're going to hear about two, three, four, five years from now, but my wheels are definitely turning. And I feel like these are literally the stepping stones and the stepping blocks to something more. Mm. Um, And that to me feels very exciting. It gives me something to constantly work towards because I definitely don't like that feeling of being stagnant. Um, Not to brag about myself, but I I am a 28-year-old who has two master's degrees under her belt. Mm. And it was a lot of hard work. And I got that. It's almost like, a okay, I got that under my belt. What's next? Mm -hmm. Um, I really do love that budge and that push and... For me, it's uh, my love language is words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. So hence why I love listening to podcasts and talking with people, because when I hear someone inspiring me and motivating me, it does really give me that affirmation in my mind to push myself a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and going through our burned out process has just opened me up a little bit more to doing something for myself because it's enjoyable. And because I want to, and it doesn't matter what other people think of it. Um, So I'm really excited for that. I am too. I just love, I'm going to put that on repeat. I've got to listen to that again. There are so many wonderful nuggets of wisdom from each of you. So what would you tell a teacher who's struggling with burnout right now? I would say find your closest community. Um, For me, community and connecting with people really 
helps me out of the ditches when, when I'm not feeling right. I will literally text a friend or somebody who I think can maybe relate and I'll say, I'm struggling right now. I'm having a really hard week. Um, and I, I do look for those words of affirmation to say, it's going to be okay. And often I'll be the person on the receiving end of that where I'm happy to give it out too. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, it's definitely community and reaching out to somebody who you think might help you along because there's probably a lot more people than you may think mm -hmm. um, that are also in the same boat as you. And this community by far has been my, my go-to uh, through this whole, whole year and process. Mm -hmm. So now I have to ask, Oh, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to interrupt you. <laughs> Go ahead. So I encourage you all uh, through the mastermind, through Burning Teacher University, because in the mastermind, I'm essentially dripping out module by module, Burning Teacher University, the course. And then we meet together in group coaching sessions. But in, in an early, I think it's actually uh, start here or begin where you are. I actually encourage you to find a burnout buddy and they've come to be known as Bob's. <laughs> cracks me up. So do you two connect via text, Marco Polo, Voxer? How is it that, that you two connect, um, as sort of like a mini mastermind together? So we started with a Google meet to mm -hmm. actually just get to know one another. Mm -hmm. Um, so we had been during, um, during your, <laughs> your lives, we had been chatting through oh my gosh. <laughs> the threads were just forever. I was like, these two are hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, and I think like once there's a connection, there's a connection. So it's yeah. like, so every, every time you went live and Kim was on, I was like, oh, <laughs> all the all the messages um, but I think what was really cool about that is kind of twofold first everyone got to see us meet right like we didn't know each other we have no other connections this was it so everyone on the live or the replay got to see as we kind of figured out like are we alike are, do we have like is this something we should talk about? Like, should we meet? Should we have a, like, should we talk in like person sort of? Like, so when we met for Google Meet, I think we had, I think that we had scheduled it for like an hour and an hour and a half later, like, ooh, we should probably go. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And it was one of those things that like, we are still very much new friends, Hillary. Like yes. it's not been that long, but I could sit here all day and go back and forth. And so, you know, it was first on Facebook message and then it was our Google me and then it was texting and, you know, it's just really been a nice backbone to have um, when everything still does feel so new to me this year, I'm still establishing relationships in my own um, building and in my own community in a pandemic, it's a little bit hard. Yeah. Um, so honestly, I'm so grateful for as weird as it sounds, a lot of virtual friendships right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think there's no shame in saying that because it really has opened up a whole new way to connect with each other. And sometimes I talk to, to you or some other people more than I might talk to, friends that I can see in person. Um, and it's just a really nice way to connect. I agree. 
<laughs> and I love that, that you two, you, you, you use in the conversations, this burned in language that I think becomes really special between us because in other circumstances and other conversations, people would either like either roll their eyes or be like, what the heck are you guys talking about? You know? And I think that's something really special when you can, you know, it's almost like a, it's almost like I said, like a secret language that, that you can only speak, but that can also be really kind of isolating on the other end. Yes. Yeah. So I'm really I, glad. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That the community is just very, I, I felt immediately comfortable to be honest. It wasn't a place where I was going to feel judged at all. And mm. I think when you start something like wanting to go through the burned in process, you're there because you want to be there. Mm-hmm. So having people who are very like-minded, it was not hard to hit it off with somebody and not just Hillary either. Cause there are a few others I would consider myself, you know, newer friends with. And I think that's such a nice thing about it mm-hmm. is that it really is a nice sacred space, but also one that is open to welcoming many new people as the weeks and time goes on. And Amber, you're certainly a huge part of that. Oh, so. thank you. Thank you for saying that. Hillary, what would you say to somebody who's struggling? I think first we've, we all go there at some point, mm-hmm. like every one of us has had at least a moment where, mm, I don't know, something's off. Something doesn't feel right. Something doesn't, it's too much. Um, I'm over it, right? Those phrases, when they come out of your mouth, they mean something. They're not just phrases that you like are throwing out because you're cranky. It's because something really is off and figuring out who you can talk to. That's not going to say, oh, I feel you. Mm, Yeah. That's just teaching like, girl, you best get ready. That's how life is. That doesn't help. So finding somebody, even if it's one other person that you can talk to and say, look, I don't know what's wrong, but there's something and I've got to figure it out. Um, Because that's, I mean, that's where I started. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I started with a counselor because I knew something was wrong and I couldn't figure it out on my own. I needed somebody, anybody who had more knowledge than me about how to get out of what I was feeling. And, you know, not for nothing, but I spent a lot of money in counseling mm-hmm. and a lot of things that I started to learn about myself and apply are, t- are, are tangents, are, are offshoots of what you teach in Burned In Teacher. Absolutely, One, 100% agree. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. At that, so, I actually kind of teared up a little bit when you were talking about, you know, how some people react when you, you're essentially crying for help. Yes. yes. And, um, it may feel good in the moment to know that other people relate, but to have your feelings sort of validated and then devalidated at the same time or minimized is maybe the more appropriate word is so incredibly hurtful. And I can relate to that on so many levels because back in 2014, when I had that meltdown, when I had that emotional breakdown in front of my colleagues, not only was it extremely embarrassing, but it was just a culmination of the many times that I had asked for help in many different situations 
where my needs were not met and they were devalidated and devalued. It's become acceptable in, in the teaching world to say, you know, this, this profession is just awful. It's just, it, it's going to burn you out. And then you think it's not going to hurt me. It's not going to touch me. And then it does. And you're like, oh God, I'm so, what's, I, what's wrong with me? <laughs> you know, going full circle back to the beginning of our conversation. I know that there are millions who feel that way and just do not know where to turn. Back to it always brings in my mind, self-care, self-care. Care. Mm-hmm. That would be my other piece of advice. Take mm-hmm. care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're not taking care of yourself, you're certainly not taking the best care of your family nor your students. So coming back to taking care of yourself and find not just anybody to talk to, but the right kind of somebody to talk to. Um, That's the real self-care, kind of right? Yes. Yeah, for sure. It's funny. I was going to say self-care, but knowing that self-care doesn't mean like bubble baths. Mm-hmm. Self-care can be, I'm going to cry for three hours and I'll come back to you when I'm done. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> That's, you know, that it does, you know, self-care I think has a weird connotation now where it's like bubble baths and champagne and massages. And that's lovely sometimes, but every day would be a little, a little, little much. Yeah. So how do you do it when it's hard and your, your bubble bath is next week? <laughs> like- <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I feel like we could have a whole nother episode on <laughs> self-indulgence versus self-care. <laughs> yes. Sign me up. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. We, we may have to do it. I think we've got some time if it's possible. So before we sign off officially, is there anything that you'd like to, to say before we uh, say goodbye? Thank you. Just really grateful. Just so grateful for a new experience, uh, someone new to challenge me and push me and making nice, beautiful new friendships and connections along the way. Um, Certainly ones that are just beginning and starting because I am still very much on the beginning of my my burned in journey. So Mm -hmm. I look forward to that and many more continued conversations. Me too. And I feel like I'm still on a burned in journey too. I don't think it's anything that ever comes to an end. And I think that's what really powerful about the community and the process is that it's cyclical. You know, you learn it, you practice it, you talk about it and you eventually kind of, it's, it's more of a lifestyle. It's, it's a way of coming back to, um, coming back to yourself when you're about ready to lose it you know, um, which may have become a habit. So again, we could talk about that forever. So thank you. Thank you so much for taking time out to share your journey. I know it can be, can be hard, but it's just so important that we hear that, you know, not only are other people struggling, but they've got a way that they're, you know, processing these hardships in a healthy way. It's pretty incredible to hear their entire story, isn't it? And you know that there are things also going on behind the scenes. And as Kim has said, and Hillary have both said, the work doesn't stop. But I think that, and I'm sure that you take away from from the rest of this interview with Kim and Hillary, is the fact that having people to, in a healthy way, process these challenges and process what it is that you want, and really having a community of people who can, you know, speak that quote unquote burned in language is really, 
really important for your own transformation. So before we sign off today, I want to I want to invite you one more time to jump on the wait list at burdenteacher.com slash waitlist. And hey, if you want to chat with me and you are part of the free Burned In Teacher Podcast Facebook community, feel free to send me a DM or email me at support at burnedinteacher.com if you have any questions at all about your own burned in journey. All right, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a burned in teacher. Burn on everybody. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, you can head over to burnedinteacher.com where you can access the entire vault of burned in teacher podcast episodes and more information about ways I want to help you go from burned out teacher to burned in human. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would be so grateful if you would head over to iTunes and leave a review and a rating about the Burned and Teacher podcast. Until next time, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a Burned and Teacher. Burn on.